All right, welcome back to your weekly episode of the Buckbuster Podcast, where you talk about anything and everything hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the background noise. Sorry. My name's yeah. Ethan, surrounded by my fellow co-hosts. How's it going? What's up? Howdy. How you boys doing? Good. How's the, week? How's the week, boys? Really good. Um, I do want to apologize. It felt really long. It, uh, Sorry to cut you off, but like you're good. It feels like it's been longer than a week since we've been in studio. Yeah. It, was a, it, feels it wasn't so bad, but it just uh, was very long. It's the only like ten day week out of the year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was just very long. So, and it like dragged. That's a good way. To, yeah, it said it yeah, wasn't a bad it was week. A it just oh, last night I was on the verge of wanting to slam my head in a fucking door. <laughs> I, oh, I just I did. I did. Or what? Well, yes. yeah. <laughs> I didn't fall asleep till 3.30 last night, and I wake up at 8. But two things. A, sorry about the background noise. I have a bunch of family in town. They're currently upstairs playing Screw Your Neighbor. And so there's going to be a lot of screaming and shouting. It will be, yes. And ball gags. Yeah. <laughs> and secondly, big shout-out. My mom has got a new job. She is now a nurse for the VA. Congrats. Yay. So I told her we'd give her a little Cere- shout-out. Just she's a golf spot. <laughs> so she, I think she starts Tuesday. Damn. Yeah. Big yes. congrats to her, though. Congrats. That's, That's awesome. So kind of to kick things off, even though we don't talk about a whole lot of international hockey or... I know uh, we really need, we need to start anything doing... anything really outside of the OHL, there's some crazy stuff, as we all know. As of recording now, the IAHF uh, World Juniors is currently going on. Uh, I know one of our Erie Otter boys. One of our Erie Otter boys, Kerry Terrence, who... Threw me really off because he's not wearing the number ten for them. What's he wearing? Three. Really? Oh. That would would throw me off, especially since we're I didn't know so, that. Yeah. So used to seeing him in ten. He is wearing number three, and uh, Colin and I got together. We watched the uh, Group B, Team USA, Team Norway. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Team USA, Team Norway game. And let me tell you, all I gotta say is America brought the smack down on Norway. They didn't I, show up. No, not even remotely. Um, Team USA won twelve to one. It was nine wow. one at the end of the first period. <laughs> and insane. our boy Kerry Terrence, of course, coming in with two goals. Yeah, Bobby. So that away. That away, CT ten. Yeah, out away. And then. This was something that I found on one of the NHL groups, that, or one of the hockey groups I'm a part of on Facebook. Uh, so this is from the WHL, and believe it or not, it's nothing to do with Connor Bedard. I know. Okay. Crazy. <laughs> um, well, first off, there is kind of news with Connor Bedard and the fact that he actually declined the offer from Team Canada to play in the IIHF World yeah. Juniors, which I thought was kind of shocking. I think he's... I don't know. He's just focusing on training, getting ready for the draft, and yeah. getting ready for Dells. Since they just got, they his team just got eliminated from the the WHL playoffs. So I'm assuming he's just at this point wants to focus on his getting inning. ready for the draft, getting yeah. ready for his NHL time. Yeah. Um, but this really kind of blew my mind. It's another crazy stat from another player. So this is coming from the Kamloops Blazers. Uh, they lead the WHL. They lead all WHL clubs with seven players averaging a point per game or better during the 23 WHL playoffs, including this was the one that really blew my mind, including defenseman Olin Zellweger, 
who in the last six games has four goals and eight assists. A defenseman. As a defenseman. Jeez. Wow. In the last six games. Wow. And I was like, dude, holy shit. That's insane. That's crazy. Yeah. So, pretty cool. Pretty cool little fact. That's pretty dope. Somebody maybe to keep an eye on, mm-hmm. potentially, if he's able to play, put those types of number ups in the playoffs. Right. Who knows how it'll be in the regular season. Yeah. So... Um, and Bo, you had something you wanted to bring up before we went into the OHL news? The NHL news. I had something before the NHL news. Okay. Oh, you want to wait and see? I'm going to, yeah. My, well, I mean, it can kind of go both ways. It's leaning towards the... We'll save it for the NHL. Then. So, I'm going to say, because that's where the play that happened, that's where it's based off is the NHL. So, but it, it would work in any realm of hockey, from Pee Wee all the way up to majors. Okay. Um... Might as well go into the OHL news. Not too much news, we'll, but we'll see on the OHL draft, which we'll kind of get into. Um, the Kitchener Rangers, they were fi- um, in their GM and interim head coach, uh, Mike McKenzie. They are fined $5,000 for an unprofessional Oh, this, comment. this, okay, in game okay, two. we're starting off with this. Right. Wait, game wait, two. wait, what happened? I'm so, I'm so confused. What Pretty happened? much what happened was... He said some unprofessional comments in regards to, of course, the London Knights. Something that the league didn't like that they said about the London Knights. So they find him. Wow. In the po- post game interview after they lost or whatever, and uh, yeah, they didn't like something that they said about their about their 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 baby, the London Knights. So they they find them. Cause, yeah. It's stupid. Well, what did he say? Does anybody have I the? I could quote? not. I was looking for it. Was it wasn't like anything profane. Was I don't it? believe so. Um, you can't talk crap on the baby, the London Knights. Give so. me. Well, you, you who is, what was the coach's name? Mike McKenzie. He's in. He's the current inter- head coach and GM for Kitchener. When I saw, it, I was like, oh. I saw that. I was like, because you can't talk badly about the London Knights. You no, can't of do course it. not. So. Why would we? I say what? the. You know, you know how much the OHL treasures their fucking treasures babies, the London Knights. Um, yeah, every article I kept seeing, just all it said was he said something unprofessional. Of course, they're probably not okay. going to release it. So. I think I got it. So this is from El- the London Free Press. Um, Mark Hunter is fed up with the Kitchener Rangers calling out the officiating in what has been lopsided in the OHL of the second round series so far. London Knights GM roasted Kitchener GM and interim coach Mike Mike McKenzie, if I can talk, for telling the Waterloo regional record that is the team's radio followers that he was quote-unquote speechless about the disparity in playoff power plays, especially in the first two games of Budweiser's Garden, and he knew it was going to happen. And he said, quote-unquote, he knew it was going to happen. Quote, it's not right, Hunter said. The refs, the calls were, were legitimate. We were just playing the Rangers, and they said they had to be tougher, nastier, and all sorts of stuff before game two, and they crossed the line. What's what's out of character about any of that? You tell me. I don't because he said oh. he pretty much said, "Oh, you guys were favoring London." So, On today's com- episode of the OHL is a fucking joke. Yeah, I'll say the le- league and just the 
fish eating is, is I've been making yeah. jokes all over Otters fan pages or OHL fan pages they're like, they're like London sucks I'm like oh can't talk bad about him you make it fine yeah so and then the article it's a joke dude. you it's just got you just got your you just got find your season tickets and then the article <laughs> power plays there's two more little segments the article continues the Knights went two for nine with with the man advantage and an eight to four Friday win with a visibly frustrated Kitchener crew that went uh, two for three in a game that featured 156 minutes of penalties. Oh. Over, oh. over the first two games, London is five for 13, and the Rangers are three for five on power plays. And he continues to quote, nine power plays to three. The referees were overly fair to them, Hunter said. Stupid penalties by the Rangers. Look at, in, in quotations, look at Kitchener's Ty Hollett cross-checking Oliver Blank. What is that? Is that a penalty? The refs are right there. And then another quote from the Rangers defensive linemen, Moore. Defensive linemen? Or, I'm sorry, defensive men. Moore, to go five on three, slaps the sticks out of the London Knights players, that's a penalty. It doesn't matter what McKenzie thinks. It's it's a joke, man. Like, you can't talk badly about the refs at all. No. Like, I've noticed it's not even... I think... The sports world in general are giving referees, officials, even umpires in baseball way well, too much power now. Should we? They have way, way more power than they deserve and that they should yeah. be getting. Well, we yeah. see that. You just saw it in, what was it, game one in the Tampa Toronto series? Or yeah. Game two, just the last game. Yeah. That fan oh. that was just talking shit, like pounding on the glass, just taunting, I think it was Tanner Janot in the penalty box. Mm -hmm. Got thrown out just because he was sitting there pounding on the glass. It was actually Corey Perry. It was Corey Perry. Was it Perry? Okay, I thought it was Tanner Janot. But they were. Maple Leaf fan it. pounding on the glass, taunting the the lightning player on the bench, and he got th the rock official threw him out. Security threw him out. Yeah, I do <laughs> remember that. Well, and we I would say we even see a lot of that in our home place in the in the man that we have quoted for and talked about a lot on the show in R J King. Who, by the way, I don't think we brought this up. I've heard rumors that he's from Erie, so. And he still decides to fuck us sideways each and every game that he calls for us. I'm, yeah. tell I'm telling you, every team that plays against Erie on home ice, they are paying him. Well, here's There's the thing. There's not a fucking chance. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Well, here's Honestly, the thing. I thought you couldn't ref in your own jurisdiction. Like, my step... Well, it's, well like, it's, my... I've never okay. heard anything about it being wrong. Well, like... Okay, but, like, my stepdad is a different sport, but it's football. But he's not allowed to ref a, our local high school. Because he lives in the area. And a lot of people think because he lives in the area, he's going to be more biased towards the well, home Well, it can't be the case. So, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, so we've seen it. Colin and Jeff have family members who, you know, Big O, yep. he's, he's, call, he's called, he's been up there calling the goal horn a couple times. He's been in that the penalty box a couple times. I know CJ has as well. Yeah, I know we've, we've been calling the, calling the calls a couple times. I know yeah. we've, we've even questioned his calls sometimes, but just joking. Like, CJ, what the fuck was that, man? Like, I mean, <laughs> like, we'll, come on, Big O. We'll jokingly say, like, what the fuck? But, like... You can say the word, Jeffy. <laughs> but we like, but we have to look at their perspective at times. Like it's their job. To, it's their job to mm. call it right. Which I mean, I guess that's another good way to look at it for RJ King. But when it's every single fucking game that you're making blown calls, horrible calls, getting the entire crowd booing at you, mm. every single game, that's that's where it becomes an issue. Well, it's just once every now and then here and there, okay. But when it's every single time he's in know, that maybe fucking sweater, maybe he's like some sort of like masochist or something, and he just jerks off to the pain of 
being the, fans, like <laughs> just jerks off to the pain of freaking being the worst official in the OHL. It's like fucking the Angel Hernandez of of hockey. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know that, it's a baseball umpire that is not very much liked in the big leagues. No, so, no, no I, did like not, I did not know who he was. So he's like the most hated yeah, umpire he, in all of baseball. Uh, yeah. Yep. At first, I thought he was a player. Then I'm like, no, I have to connect the dots on another level. <laughs> It's it's bad, but like, yeah. it, officials, umpires, co- or referees as a whole, just in the major four sports, even are just an absolute joke. Yeah, like yeah. I just saw it the other day where uh, Kimber Hull was, but there's a basketball player that literally stomped on the chest of another player. Yeah. Draymond Green, Draymond uh, Green was it? Yeah, yeah. He, he got only, suspended he three games. A three game suspension. Mm. That should be the rest of the playoffs. That should be a maximum yeah. fine. Like yeah, yeah. They didn't find him. They just suspended him. Three. Yeah. yeah. Have you, have you seen that play? We'll have to show you that play. Well, Literally, I haven't seen it either. Kid, dude's on the ground. He just stomps on his chest and keeps going. And then so he gets pissed it, off when he got Was it like accidental or was it just... Oh, a, it was clear. Okay. It was clear. Because I could understand, like, I... No, I'm slowly starting to get into basketball. And I'm not really. I, I, can just, I had see, heard about that and I had to look it up. Every once in a while, someone goes down, you know, you try to help them up, and then, yet you have... Eight other guys running over you. I'm like, okay, you get stepped on, you get stepped yeah, on. Yeah, I keep up with it, but not like football, baseball, of course, I hockey. Don't give a shit about basketball. Yeah, I don't really either. I mean, back when the Erie had the Bayhawks, I went to maybe three or four. I've only went to my three. Life. Don't they still have them? No, nope. no, they've been gone for like three years now. Yeah. They lost really? them during awesome during COVID. Yeah, yep. they've been gone for a while. I didn't know. Might have been pre-COVID that. when we lost them. Yep, they're no, no I forget where they're at. They now. kept. They just kept. The, the organization is still around. I can't remember where they are now. But I, organization, I want to say they're down in like West Virginia or Florida. So or something I, thought like were, I thought they went to Florida. I, said, I know the organization itself is still around, but they yeah. do not play in area. Yeah, the NBA, like they kept getting, kept um, buying them. Like they started out with the Cavs when they became a team. Then the Cavs sold them, and then they just yeah, got the Raptors bounced. picked them up, and then we sold them. And then somebody else picked them up. We like, went from like the D League to the E League to the G League, like just a bunch of different like affiliate leagues of. The NBA. Oh, uh, Lakeland, Florida. Florida, okay, yeah. Yeah, but, like, yeah, they don't, they're not around. But so I only went to three games. In yeah, my life. they're now the Lakeland Magic. Okay. Yeah, like basketball, of the four major sports, basketball is, like, the bottom of my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make those hockey's, hockey, it's starting to be a little bit more baseball now than it has been football recently. Because football dude, is just put, a fucking joke at this point. Dude, I genuinely would put women's curling above basketball for me. <laughs> Honestly. Right. It's kind of back and forth between football and... I'd really put men's high school tennis above, above <laughs> the NBA. I, have, I would rather watch fucking Paper. amateur pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, All like, right. I'd, ra- I'd rather watch my brother play chess against one of you two. Or one of you three. <laughs> the chess turn or checkers. <laughs> God, I hate checkers. Um, I'd rather be hit, a, hit by a runaway freight liner doing 90. <laughs> <laughs> um, other OHL news. Um... On the eight, on the 18th, Winnipeg prospect Dimitri Kuzmin of the Flint Firebirds, he's been called up to the Manitoba Moose, so they're affiliated. So, and then as for awards, more awards, um, Dave Cameron of head coach of the Ottawa 67s, he earned the Matt Le- Ledin Trophy for coach of the year. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Obviously, so congrats to him and Ottawa's been. They were the best team of the of the OHL. They're this not year. doing too well from the second round of the playoffs, from what I'm seeing. They last actually, last really? time I checked, Peterborough's up three to one. They actually, Ooh. No, yeah. they, Ooh. they advanced. Peterborough won, did Peterborough. they? No, Ottawa won. Oh, they won, so it's three to two. Three to two. Okay. Yeah. I was like, no way did Peterborough just take that they, five? Because well, as we, this actually kind of brings in us to the 
playoffs because I'll kind of leave the draft for last. Um, wait, but yeah, today in today's game, Ottawa was Peterborough was up four to one. The Ottawa came back to win it five to four. Wow. With less than two minutes left of the third period. Damn. Jesus. Like it was 4-1 oh, with two minutes left and they scored three goals in the final two minutes? Or they had to take the, the lead they in came, the final two minutes? They came back because in the third okay. they were down 4-1. to one, wow. Came back about two minutes That's left. three goal wow. deficit. I know they always say that two goal deficit is the most unsafe lead in all yeah. of hockey. But three goal lead in the playoffs? That's I tough. mean, <laughs> I say with their, with that comeback win, they officially move on to the conference final. I mean, Winnipeg did that Wait, today. I said, I. Oh no! I'm sorry. I was looking at the first round. I was going to say Winnipeg league. did that today. They were down. So Peterborough was was on the verge of of winning and taking the series. Yeah. But look at their series now. It's now currently. Peterborough's still up 3-2 in their series. Um, North Bay is currently in Barry. I have to check real quick their score real quick. Cause, okay, North Bay won today. So is that a sweep? 7-3. So it okay. is now 3-2 um, in the series for them. Ooh. So they are going... Um, just lost my spot here. Uh, yeah, so it's North Bay's up three to two in their series um, against Barry. Then moving on to the West, um, London on ends up beating Kitchener four to one in theirs and moves on to the conference final, which I kind of expected yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I figured they did not want to get embarrassed by Kitchener again for yeah. the second year in a row. Yeah. So I'm kind of not surprised. Yeah, if, then I saw that Sarnia swept Saginaw. So, right. yeah. Sarnia, yeah, swept, yeah, Sarnia swept them. But wow. for, which this surprised me the most. For the first time ever, they're going to the Western Conference Final. S- S- Sarnia? For they've the first, never gone to the Western never, Conference Final. I even when wow. me because me and Colin were watching the draft last night. I even brought it up to him when during Sarnia's pick. Even when Steven Stamkos was them, they never really got past the second round. Wow. Even when Jordan Kyrie, not even there. with Jordan Kyrie wow. either, that kind of shocked me the most. So I was like, yeah. "Damn!" But th- that's a team that has been. Sh- didn't they? I know they won their first series like four to two or four to one too. So yeah, like that, they're a very shocking team in the playoffs. I mean, they right have, they have, and they were what the second seed or third seed, but still. I'm like, they've been great talent like over there. Like obviously Christian Kyrie, um, Nolan Burke, um, Ty Vaught. Like they're very solid over there. Um. I really am cheering for Sarnia on this. I'm, I'm, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they're the team that takes down London. Like they're mm. looking very solid for a third seed right now. Yeah. Right now, if I'm gonna Where's say London sitting at right now, they, they they are second. They're second. They finished second, okay. but they yeah. have the highest seed remaining in the West right now. So they're gonna have home ice over Sarnia. Okay. So we'll be back at Budweiser Gardens. Right now, I'm gonna say the series. This one's gonna go seven. Oh, I, I can see Oh, that. yeah. I don't think this one goes any less than six. No. 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 I was going to say, say, yeah. I was going to say London, London fucking... might still win it, but I wouldn't doubt if it takes seven. Yeah. Dude, watch it be a fucking four-game Sarnia sweep. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> London Twitter, you better be ready to rock some people, baby. Oh. 
You better be ready to block me. Because that's... That'd since be the second NHL, OHL page to block me. <laughs> Who's the first? The uh, the Niagara Ice Dogs podcast page. Oh, yeah! <laughs> the Dog Pound podcast. I forgot. Fuck you. I forgot all about The Pound Town podcast. <laughs> Take them to Pound Town if they block me again. It should go, I don't give a you shit. Should I listen, just, you should just garbage make a, anyway. You should just make a fake account. I listened to a couple of their episodes to see if they were talking shit on any Erie fans for the amount of shit we were giving them, but they didn't, so. No, you should <laughs> but do. Their, their show's horrible, too. You <laughs> should make a new Twitter and just replace your first and last ni- first and last initial to switch them. <laughs> and just... Sile Kerpak? Yeah. And just see if they would accept your, you know, same face, same everything, just switch the name. Just switch my hat handle? And then this kind of... Here Might as well transition day. in. Because <laughs> this is the big talk of the week, um, the OHL suck. draft. Um, before that, I want to talk about the new Otters jerseys. They They're introduced for the 2023-2024. And I'm very, very likely that I'm going to be snagging, a, snagging one very soon. You yep. know what's actually funny about I wasn't even telling Colin this. It wasn't that long ago I was just talking to both you and Colin about these alternates. Like, keep the yellow, but do something different with the yellow. I was like... Saying. Or do something with the keystone. At least do some with the keystone in the yellow jersey. And we mixed them. <laughs> yeah. And we mixed them. Cause I do like Based them. off their jersey, they're pretty much similar to their old alternates they had from the thir- 13 season to the 17, and then it became their away jersey mm-hmm. for two seasons. Just the only difference is... I'm actually wearing the old alternates, so... They, it's kind of very similar. Scripters, is that what they're known as? Yeah. yeah. Um, the gold jerk, only top is the shoulders are different, and, of course, the keystone. I absolutely love the jersey. Yeah. Mm. Which, which I'm, is... I'm going to be glad to see those in action. A couple oh, times, I, to, so. I know which, I'm very, so, very shortly here I'm going to be doing a payment plan to start my re- renew my season tickets. I'm going to so. renew my season tickets here yeah. soon and then buy a new jersey. <laughs> um, I just don't know if it'll be and the baby. Yeah, like I said, I'm de- I'm still debating. I know I don't go to a lot of games with you guys. It's just kind of hard. With it's understandable. Always work. I don't get out till five. I come home and do everything. I don't get there till six forty-five. Yeah. And Walmart won't budge with my schedule. They're like, you can work whatever days you want except weekends because we need you eight to five. And I'm like, oh fuck. But it's kind of funny about it too. I think you can do whatever you want, but you have to work Saturday, Sunday. Like, oh, after that. they told me, they're like, you can pick up whatever days you want, but you still have to work Saturday, Sunday, 8 to 5. And I'm like, oh, okay, so no honors games for me. But yeah, I think what's kind what of... Fu- they don't start till 7. By the time I come home and drive all the way out there, and you know, I don't so know. So you pack a bag at work, and you change at work, and you drive to... That's what I do. That's what I do. I, 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 stay, I worked until 6, and I still made it to the games. Yeah, I'll see. <laughs> I just, I just don't know. That's coming from Peach Street, the busiest street that we got in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. true. I Especially mean, I... Saturday around dinner time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see what happens. I'll see if I can't, because I do want to eventually get season tickets. So I think we'll the see. funny part was about the that jersey was, because obviously they hint, the night before they hinted at a different jersey, like with four different pictures. I don't know if you guys saw it. All, all it was was black and white. Yeah. It was that jersey, but it was just rearranged and it was black and white. Oh, that's really? Dope. Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah. Do you think they'll have an actual black and white variant of it? I hope. I doubt it. If, I think it'd be cool. Really, all they did, they just took the color itself out of the picture. So, yeah, I well, know. that could even be oh, like I actually warm-up. didn't think about you that. You could even do that as your warm-up. Do just a regular black and white jersey as your warm-up, so then come out color. I think that actually color. would be... I think what I, I, mean, I like our current warm-ups. Though. I like our current... So, do you think the Otters will ever use their alternates as their main jersey? 
I mean, in a couple years, I could see them maybe. I don't think they need a rebrand, to be honest. Well, because I know you were talking about how they. Honestly, I'm I know, not a well, fan of our current ones. Really? I know, well, that's I'm not a huge fan of them. The navy blue ones. That's I, what I, mean, I, I like them. I like it's just I like I'm, the color scheme. I don't like the pattern the way it is. I'm kind of the same way. Jersey. That's I why, why I. But. I'm kind of the same way. That's why I asked because I was like, okay, maybe this, maybe so this could be a like big the, this rebrand. This new alternate. This is current. Might be become my new current favorite jersey that we have. Yeah. The minute I saw it, I fell in love with it. I mean, besides the the camo ones we've done previously for for the specialty jerseys and the cancer ones that we've done for for specialties, but yeah. this this new yellow one I really like it. I really enjoy. That's kind of interesting. I like it better than the silver ones with the chrome helmets. Yeah, but I really hope they do keep those chrome helmets. Those were kind of cool. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what jersey they would wear it with though. I feel like this seems like an all yellow helmet for but, the, well, the what they would go, go they would bring go back with the, the buckle, yellow buckle bring back the yellow bucket. Well, they would go good with the if you did black and white jerseys, just take the color out, do the a black and white jersey and have the chrome. That actually would be terrible. Yeah. That actually, you know, you would have terrible. you would have the otter. The jersey would be black. The otter would be silver. <laughs> then you have your chrome helmet. All right, now moving on to um, the biggest news of the week is the OHL draft. Um, well, we're going to at least go over some of the picks from the first round, um, and as well as the Otters' picks. I know we want to talk more about that. Um, obviously, the first overall pick goes to the Erie Otters <coughs> this year. Woo! Woo! Um, they end up picking Matthew Schaffner. Schaefer. It's, they end up saying Schaffner. Is it Schaffner? Yeah. I'm pretty right. sure they... I'm pretty sure it's Schaefer. It's Schaefer, I thought. I yeah, thought they it's, said it, Schaffner. It's... Uh, they said Schaff- Schaefer. Ha- Schaefer. It's Schaefer. Schaefer. Yeah, I... Matthew Schaefer, yeah. That, now, <clears throat> I don't know why I was saying Schaffner, but it's Schaefer. Um, but yeah, he came from the Holton Hurricanes U16 AAA. He, uh, right, uh, he's a defenseman. That's actually... What we need right now. What we need is a... And have you guys watched any of the videos of him playing? Yeah. Dude, he is nasty. He's fast. He's fast. He's, Colin made a perfect comparison. Is he... He puck handles like Carey. He skates like Sova. And he hits like Morty. Ooh. And I know, like... And I'm like, that's actually, like, a perfect comparison. And I know the scouts, um, when they draft, they were p- comparing him to, like, Jamie Drysdale. Um, I forget who the other one they compared, but they at least said Jamie Drysdale. But, like... Oh, yeah, Drysdale <clears throat> is defenseman, isn't Yeah. He? Like... For some reason, I always thought he was a wing. Nope. Nope. But, but I guess that's because he is a fairly offensive... Yeah, now Colorado scored, Bubba. Two to one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually excited to see like what he's gonna do, um, but yeah, we need our very good defenseman. So that was a pretty good pickup from and Erie. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but I th- think we can all come to an agreement that we really didn't fucking lose on this draft. No, I don't think we needed two goaltenders, but we, we I think probably we'll... didn't. But from because I was doing some research with Colin today, but. Looking at the goaltenders that we got, especially in uh, Chase Dryden. Mm-hmm. I think it's Chase Dryden. Yeah, Chris uh, Dryden or something. Hang on. I got all the names all up here. Some, something Dryden. Um, I know that. Chase Furlong. Well, there's Chase Fur- Furlong, and then there was... Uh, well, he was, he's the goaltender. Well, there was Dryden, too, that we also picked up uh, from the Thunder Bay Kings. Um, it's Jordan... This neck, this no. I'm sorry, no. that's the center. Um, 
We'll go over the names that they picked up. Dryden Riley. Dryden Riley. Dryden Riley is the other goaltender. That's who I was thinking of. Um, yeah, I was gonna. I was based off what I was looking at. They're saying um, Riley is one of the most like underrated yeah. goaltenders out of this draft, if not the most underrated goaltender out of this draft. That's the only thing with the Otters' draft picks this year was I didn't um, kind of surprised the fact they picked up two goaltenders because with the fact that they already have three. Pretty solid, obviously. Jacob Gibson that they picked up in last year's draft. Like for the games he played, he. I thought Gibbons was traded. No, we still have Gibbons. No, I mean I thought Gibson Gibbons was traded to us. No. Downey was. That was Downey. That was oh, Downey. oh, okay, okay. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, my mistake. Gibbons we picked up in the draft last year. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay, okay. Like obviously he's got time to grow, but I really don't think. Goaltending is going to change really with the fact that we have Dolan Alon, Kyle Downey, and then of course, um, and of course, um, Jacob Gibson. But these upcoming, obviously, those upcoming goaltenders, like once we have either have to trade them away or um, they end up walking. If they after end the up 21st, um, these two goaltenders are going to. If we end up keeping any of them, I potentially us seeing taking Riley over Furlong, just because I mean Furlong's stats were good, but Riley's were just a little bit better. I mean, just in the fourteen games the kid played in Triple A, uh, he had a. There's a 1.95 goals against average and a .939 save percentage. That's actually... I'm like, that's solid for a fucking 15-year-old. Yeah. yeah. And he's he's a big kid, too. I mean, he's he's like 6'1", 170 pounds. Like, he's he's, he's a big kid. <clears throat> yeah, Furlong in the 22-23 regular season for Thunder Bay, he had 10 games played and had a 1.9 goals against... In the cup, though, he didn't do very well. He had a, he only played two games, but had an eight point six goals against in the cup. Ooh. And then uh, Dryden Riley, uh, in twenty games played for the Kingston in the regular season, he had a two point six three goals against. And then in the oh, playoffs, in six off. games played, he had four, a four point one eight. I may have had their the stats switched, so my apologies. Yeah. Um. Thank you for correcting that. Yeah, I got you. Um, so you're think so we're saying Furlong was the we're saying Furlong was the slightly better one at least regular season yeah um yeah we really but goaltenders aside we really didn't lose out on this draft I don't no. Think so, no not at all picked up pretty much everywhere at every position mm-hmm. uh, quite a few defensemen I saw we picked up I say which we really needed losing they... Artie and we lost Morty. <clears throat> They played this, I would say, out of, and feel free to agree to disagree if you will. This year's draft was one of the better draft years for the Otters in recent years. Yeah. We can't really be 21 and 22. Some of the guys that came out of there the past two years with Carey, Spencer, Colby, and... Spence. Right. Spence. But you could probably make a decent comparison with it and say that it's pretty similar in yeah. the talent that we got. 
Yeah, I think it's definitely our best since like nineteen, because nineteen was what Brett Colby Drys Drysdale. I mean, I'm sorry, eighteen when we got Drysdale because he only played two years with us. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, because like we also have to think too, because like potentially Spencer Silva could be drafted this upcoming year. So if he's not, if they think he's ready, he could be already with the whoever drafts him. It's AHL team in. Um, of course, his team that gets trapped by the NHL, so picking up multiple defensemen there. But like, well, might as well since we're talking about the Otters' picks before we go into some of the other picks from the around the OHL. Um, their second pick on um, which in round two, the twenty fourth pick, um, Weston Royston of the um, a right winger, and then their sixty fourth pick um, in the fourth round. Um, Fiddle Dennis, a uh, left winger. A um, then their seventy seventh pick, um, Oliver Turner, a uh, defenseman, and of course, as we mentioned before, Chase Verlon, a uh, goaltender. Uh, Jordan Visnicki, a uh, center. Casgan uh, Knight, uh, another defenseman, and then Keegan Knight. Keegan Knight, sorry. Um, Matthew Lansing, uh, center from the eighth round pick. Their ninth round pick was um, hard to see how the Otters posted it. Caden uh, Smith. Caden Smith, um, another us another center. Uh, their tenth round pick um, goes is Ethan Fines. And of course, their round eleventh pick, as mentioned, um, Drayden Riley. Their twelfth round pick, um, Max Campbell. Um, their round twelve pick, um, Tanner. <laughs> Tanner, um, Ditcherum, which this was obviously a trade that um they just got from the Sudbury Wolves. Um, Dustin Lavenier, another defenseman, um, <clears throat> and Luca Moreno. I'm pretty sure this one was another um, Sud Sudbury Wolf trade that the Otters received in this just this past week. Um, and Edmerson Taylor in their 15th and final pick. So overall, I th I do think there was they all around did a good job picking their players this year. Yeah. I'm do still, I I'm I don't back. I don't think a lot. Well, I don't know because obviously we gotta see how they well they are in training this summer, but I don't think a lot of them are gonna make the active roster right away. No. Mm -mm. I think Schaefer being one of the only Schaefer's ones that does. probably going to be one of the usually shooters. usually your first round pick usually can usually usually your first maybe two three rounds can crack the lineup because mm. obviously we didn't but see I it. think this might be one of our most solid ones since 2019 2019 we drafted all of Connor Lockhart Colby Sagna Brett Brissett Christian Cairo uh, Owen Johnston those are just the ones that have had play time and obviously all what two of those are gone now uh, potentially going to be three depending on which, if we keep those three or if we decide to go part ways with some of our other overagers. Yeah. Because I believe all three of those, Johnson, Brissett, and Colby, are all overagers this year, so. Yeah. 
Gil, Gil Martin is as well. Liam too. That's the fourth one. Okay. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a very solid draft. Very definitely look forward to look looking forward to seeing Schaefer play mm, next yeah. year. Hopefully, he can crack the lineup and, and do something. So. Yep. And then as for the rest of the OHL, um, the one that was originally rumored to be number one pick goes. This goes to the Niagara Ice Dogs. Ryan Rubrik goes to Niagara. Oh, he went to Niagara. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like, do you see the photo of those two? Yeah. You, you can tell he's just not happy. You can tell he's just really. <laughs> just, oh, really? It's a forced smile. Like, <laughs> I feel bad for him. But um, uh, and then the, Sue picked up for their for the third pick um Brady Martin um from the Wartler Wolves of the UA sixteen AAA. Um Kingston's fourth pick was um Tyler Hopkins, a center. Um Ethan says NECA to the Niagara Ice Dogs. Owen Griffin, the Austro Generals for their Sixth round pick. Before we get any further, going back to Ryan Rubrik, some of his stats this past year in the a- ALU uh, under sixteen London team in this for the regular season and twenty nine games played, he had fifty goals and twenty eight assists for seventy eight points in twenty nine games. I say he had really good. Wait, seventy eight points in twenty nine games. Yeah. What's his kid's name? This is Ryan Rubrik, who went to Niagara, who was originally supposed to go number one, I guess, but Erie was no longer interested. I guess he didn't have the best cup run. Yeah, he only had three points in five games in the, uh, the OHL Cup for the uh, IU London. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> How do you spell his last name? Uh, Ryan, R-O-O-B-R-O-E-C-K. But then the 23 playoffs for that same London team, he had 24 points in 12 games. So this kid's good. <laughs> yeah. This kid is very good. I don't know why Erie ended up passing <clears throat> up on him. I mean, Schaefer's got some pretty damn good stats himself for being a defenseman for the SCAT 16 Halton team. He had 32 points in 25 games. In the playoffs, he had 14 points in five games. So, yeah, I mean, we need defensemen with two, potentially three, that we're going to be losing in this offseason. I think that's why we kind of... Is that they the picture you're talking about? No, that's not him. Um, I think that's kind of why they end up choosing Schaefer over um, sure. Rubric. Just for the fact that they need, we need defensemen. We yeah. need defensemen more than a four. Because the forward core is pretty good. Um, and then the seventh pick um, was went to Mississauga. They picked up Jack Avakovic. Um, uh, Jack Avocado. Then um, the eighth pick, which this one, I would say it was so weird. I'm saying the Brantford Bulldogs instead of Hamilton. Yeah. Um, but this one goes. I'm going to call them Hamilton. Are they, I'm, are they they're being, being called Brampton? Yeah. Or the Brantford. Are they actually? Yeah. <laughs> which I still think that's weird. It is. I'll still call them Hamilton just because I'm going to be used. Because yeah. they're still planning on coming back to Hamilton after. Their arena's done. But they pick up um, Jake O'Brien, um, a centerman. The ninth pick goes to Sudbury Wolves. They picked up Caden Taylor, another center. Um, Kitchener, Kitchener gets two picks in this round. 
just like Niagara, they picked up Cameron Reed, a <laughs> defenseman, and then their 11th pick was Luca Romano. Um, Romano. Romano. And then their 12th round pick was the Owen Sunday, and they pick up Nico Andy. Peterborough with the 13th pick, <coughs> Carson Cameron. Um, fourth pick, the 14th pick goes to the Gulf Storm. They get Quinn Buchin. So, I'm sorry, butchering that name. Um, the 15th pick goes to the Flint Firebirds, and that's Jeremy Martin. The 16th pick goes to the Saginaw. Um, Eden Young. Um, the 17th pick goes to the Sarnia Sting, Ryan Brown. The London Knights pick up in the 18th pick, William Moore. Like he had, I was looking at his stats, like he was having almost in the regular season a point per game as well. Yeah, he's pretty damn good. Um, <coughs> and then... Over for the over a point per game. He had 60 yeah. points in 30 games. As he had... And then in 21-22, he had 74 points in 56 games. So... <laughs> His kids are good, man. Yeah. Like, Especially at their 16, 17-year-old 16, kids make and it the look fact, easy. What's crazy is the fact now that we're getting into the 2007 um, year class, these guys are just as old as my oldest sister. Like, they're all currently playing in their, um, with their talent. How well, just ama- it just amazes me how, at their age, how well they're doing yeah. on the ice. Um, the nineteenth pick goes to the Barry Colts um, in Shamar Moses. So we now have a Jesus and a Moses on the ice, <laughs> which is kind of funny. That's funny. Maybe they'll split the right ice together. <laughs> um, the twentieth pick goes to the Windsor Spitfire and Jack Nisbet, and then the twenty-first pick um, goes to North Bay and Carter um, to. Carter Gustuck, sorry to butcher that one. And then the last pick of the first round um, goes to the Ottawa 67s and Henry um, Brusnowick, a uh, right defenseman. So, really, like, look at a lot of these kids. Like, they're. They make it look easy. They man. make like it look easy. Some of these stats from these yeah. kids is. So, do you think it's fair to say now? That next OHL season is going to be fucking crazy. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm lo- I'm already looking forward to Otter season oh, and I, just I, OHL I, season. I was hanging out with Colin earlier today, and I told him, dude, Otter's hockey can't come back fast enough. No, I know. Even if I don't get tickets, when I do does, it. When does, the Otter se- when does the OHL season End of start? September. September, October. Yeah. Right at the end of September. Yeah. Yeah. They usually release the schedule right around the end of playoff time. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so here in the next month or so we should know the regular season. I mean, hell, even if I don't get season tickets, I can just do what I normally I'm do. I'm still getting season tickets. Uh, I'm getting I'm, season tickets. I'm still debating. Yep. I know we, I know your new job is kind of going to be affecting that, but... Not really. Aren't you second shift now? Yeah. It just screwed up the Friday shit games. Yeah, true. Yeah. And the occasional Tuesday or Wednesday game. Yeah. That's fair. So he would make mostly sat- the Saturday, su- I would make occasional yeah. Sunday games. I'll see what I can do. I'm sure I can. If I change at work, I'm sure I'll be able to make And just going games. to the Saturday games, games alone on a fucking 
with non-season tickets would be about the same price as season yeah. tickets. <laughs> yeah. You know? So. All right. So, moving on to the NHL, I have a question for you guys. I told Jeffy and Ethan before we recorded this, but I want to get Kyle's opinion because he is kind of one of the bigger hockey nuts. No offense to you two. So, you know, during the L.A. Edmonton game, I don't know if you this the was, video I watched this from was last game night. Three. Yes, from last night, there was a potential missed high stick. Right, yeah. right up, right before, right before the goal, there was a puck that was in the air, and I don't recall, I don't remember who the player was. He put a there a stick uh, went up in the Vel- air. Velarde, yes, Velarde, yeah. Velarde put a stick up in the air and, as an attempt to maybe pick it out of the air. Now there right. was no call because the puck never touched the stick, and but they never called high stick. If you also look at it, it's not like he was actively trying to bat the puck. He out wasn't. Of the air. Yeah, I know. It's he actually wasn't even looking at. He looked at the puck for like a split second, yeah. and then dropped down because he. And then he dropped his head down because he was taking a hit. Yeah. And just so happened he had his stick in the air at that time. The puck hit his stick. Doesn't mean he deli- Now, if he, if, were it was to, deli- if if he were to pick his stick up above his shoulders and start trying to baseball the fucking puck down, yeah, that's obviously a blatant yeah. high stick. Yeah. In my opinion, it was not a high stick. I don't think so either. Well, so I don't think it was. It, was it a high stick? I questionable. Questionably, yes. It's, it's, um, but I because it was what? It wasn't until what? 10, 15 seconds later that the goal was scored. Yeah. So I don't think that it had any effect on the outcome of the end of the play. Yeah. No. Because it ended up being a goal, and they went after reviewing it. I've, they still called it. A, yeah. I mean, it was, a it was pretty lengthy, so, with four or five minute review. But so my question to Kyle. And, you know, we know technology is developing within the next 10 years or so. Could you see, could you see them making a puck that would light up in the air for it's easier for all of us at home to track, people in the stands to track, and then once it hits something, the light goes out? Yeah. No. You don't think so? <laughs> no. <laughs> On today's episode of Epileptic NHL. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I thought about it at work. I watched the video four or five times by lunch break, and I'm like, they don't mm. know whether to call the high stick or not because they don't know if the Why did you let punch. him bring this up? <laughs> because they don't know if I the... just work here, dude. Because <laughs> they... Because... The, well, their biggest reasoning was, did the puck hit the stick? And I'm like, hold okay. On, hold on, hold on. We're going to make a football... That automatically deflates when you touch it so it doesn't hurt your hand when you catch Look, it. Look, we're not New England, all right? <laughs> no, that's... But anyway, so... Regulation. With a... Now I was just thinking with a call like that had a four or five minute overturn. And all would happen is if the puck hit the stick, the blinking light on it or something would just go out. No. You know? No. 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 Okay. Moving on to some playoff hockey, catching up on some of the series going on. Game that just ended, crazy finish, crazy, absolute game. gorgeous snipe. What sixty-four mile an hour wrister from Morgan Riley gives the beautiful. Maple Leafs a two to one series lead with a four to three win over the Lightning in Game Three in overtime. Gorgeous snipe, man. Oh, yeah, that, O'Reilly's goal with a minute left in regulation too is pretty. That was a really, that was, that really was, solid, good game. The Vegas game earlier today was crazy too. Double overtime. Yeah, Vegas. What Winnipeg was down four to two, four to one. Came the, back and what, tied it. Came back, tied it at four. Made it through twenty minutes of overtime, <laughs> and uh, what's his name? Um, Matt Amadeo. Matt Amadeo. Or, um, Michael, Michael Amadeo. Sorry. Michael Amadeo. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, not, not even four minutes into the second overtime. Mm, Potted nope. one. So. I gotta say, it's... And that, dude, that was probably one of the most gorgeous playoff goals I've oh, seen yeah. in a while because it was... So the puck was loose. I did not say I'm going to watch it right now. Puck was loose. He, like, backhands it, 180s it, and sends it. I gotta say, it's also... Great to see finally Jack Eichel um, playoff. Well, he had two goals Dude, today. He looked looking amazing. Solid. He's looking extremely, extremely solid. As I'm watching the mic. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, no, I haven't seen it, so that was pretty no, nice. No, it was gorgeous. I know I was talking about this earlier. I, I think it may have been Eichel was the one that was just away from a Gordie Howe hat trick. I think it was him that might have been. Oh, I mean, yeah. he had two goals, but... Well, he also I think he got he must have gotten into a fight at the beginning of the game because that's what they know. that's what they I don't think so. When I I I genuinely don't know I, I don't know there somebody. was some I heard whether it was with the IAHF game or the Vegas and uh, oh my god who the fuck were they playing Winnipeg thank you uh, somebody from either of those two series was. Uh, Approaching a Gordie Howe hat trick yeah. tonight. Nice. So, either or. Yeah. Moving around the league. Uh, currently, series tied at one. Avalanche currently lead the Kraken 2-1 to one in the second period. Um, other series in the West. The Stars in the Wild. Minnesota is currently up 2-1 to one in that series. Game four will be Sunday night, which you guys will hear this on Monday. So, you'll know the outcome of that by the time this goes live. We won't. Um, or at least as of right now, we don't. And then Edmonton and L.A. L.A. currently leading that series 2-1. to one. Yeah. I'm moving into the East. Devils and Rangers currently in overtime. Their series is 2-0 to, two to nothing in favor of the Rangers. Well, so question for y'all. If Rangers went at home, do they sweep? We just had this I time. I think so. We were all, it was off yeah. the air, though. It was up there. But it, I, I think so. Yeah. The only I just, way I called at the beginning like the, the Devils are a good team. Don't get me wrong; they're an amazing team. They're not this a year. playoff team. They have. They, when's the last time they made the playoffs? When's the last time we saw anybody on New Jersey playing the playoffs? Like O two, maybe. It wasn't that one. No, no, but I don't they just know. made the final in twenty twelve. But anybody on the oh, current still. roster? When's the last time we saw them in the playoffs? Not very. Not so Vanacek is a backup for the team Capitals of a couple while ago. Yeah. Team Myers. I don't know if he made the. Sharks made the playoffs recently enough for Timo Meyer to play in them. So, I like, know. I don't know. But, like, it's like, – they are only, very non-playoff experience well, team. my only thought is if – And don't get me wrong. They do have a lot of playoff experience on – and some of their players, like you said, team, maybe Timo Meyer, Vitek Bannon. Well, they don't know how to use it collectively, and, though. And uh, – I think maybe Dougie Hamilton, I think, maybe got some playoff time with Carolina. Maybe. Well, but, well, we also can't forget a guy by the name of Thomas Tatar. Yeah. Sure, yeah, I forgot yeah. about well, Tatar. So, yeah, he, if anybody, he's probably going to be their biggest. Playoff guy, yeah. yeah. Their biggest playoff guy, and that's not saying much given the fact that he was a fucking Red Wing. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what I was going to say is if the Devils win an OT, can you see them winning game five at home? It would be game four. No, it would be, no, because it would be... They would win game three. Game four would still be oh, at right. Madison. Oh, that's right. Devils were the higher seed. My fault. Game four would be at Madison. That, game, that one's on me. I thought, yeah. I thought the Rangers were no, the higher seed. No, you're good. So yeah. game four would be in Madison. Game five would be in... I still think it's going to be a New sweep. Jersey. Well, right now they're still tied 
at yeah, one. I'm constantly refreshing, yeah. waiting to see something happen. Uh, with the, uh, it, it, again, it makes me wonder if Devils win tonight and they can win Game Five at home. If that will spark a fire underneath them, well, no pun intended. They would have to win game. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to win game four at that point, but... No, but it would be nice. Yeah. They can go... They can... I guess we'll, we'll wait and see if this game ends by the time we're done recording here. We'll discuss it more then. But, uh, also, we just said Toronto currently now has a 2-1 to lead over Tampa, which we all see that has happened in the past, and that doesn't matter with Toronto. Nope. But, Shocker. Um, Carolina and the Islanders. Carolina leads 2-1. to one. Islanders getting the big one yesterday. It was a that, was a gr- that was a good game. Really? That was a and, great uh, game. Boston, Boston and Florida... Boston currently leads two to one. Florida take what was it, game two? They won like seven to yep. one. Ooh. Yep. Florida, yeah. Florida beat the shit out of Boston in game two. So I guess six sim- okay, it wasn't that bad. Well, six to three, but still. I guess similar question. With the Panthers and the Bruins. I don't know where well, they're going. Go- well, I don't know where they're where are they gonna be? Where are they at game four? Are they in Boston, I think? They're in Florida. Or they're in Florida, Florida for three and four. It's like four. Boston was the best team in the league and has home advantage. Very yeah. true. I, that's it. Look at that. We both made fuck-ups tonight. It's pretty more common for you, though. Uh, Anyways, but yeah, that's that's about the wrap-up for... I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not wrong. You guys abuse me to the point where I don't even know what to hey, do. Hey, the tortilla stop is over. We can go back to bullying you again. <laughs> <laughs> I will... Okay. Don't get me wrong. I will hold a thing of tortillas next to me and I will fucking freeze them. <laughs> I will make sure they are frozen. Every solid. couple months, we got to do something where Bubba can punish us, and then we can rekindle it. And I mean, I'll tell you what, Bubba, I'll give you a paintball gun full of marbles, and we'll just break oh, into oh, a oh. dead spring. How about this? How about this? After I do the hot chip challenge, I'll buy all three of you the hot chip challenge, and you just do it all at once, and I get to watch you all three of you suffer at once. <laughs> I'm just waiting to watch you suffer. With yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Which that? No, will... because I was making the investment into a taser. I'm not gonna tase you. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I want to be Taze, honestly. Then Ethan got to do one of my dreams. He showed me the other, not dreams, but some of my bucket lists with the, the smelling salt he got to do finally. So Yeah, it, it, I want it to be known that it was the same <laughs> brand. Devils 1, 2 1. Damn. Devils 1, 2 1. Um, so there is officially a game five in New Jersey. Yeah. Is this the momentum New Jersey needed? Will they go to New Jersey tied? Probably no. not. Probably not. Um, you were talking about the smelling salts. Yeah, yeah, they were the exact same brand and same type of smelling salts that the video of Ryan Reeves that's gone around of him like freaking the fuck out on the bench. He took a head off of the one jar, was like, eh, it's not that bad. And he gave him another one. He got down, took a big ass whiff, and fucking puked on the bench. Oh. And, a big boy like Ryan Reeves does that? Remember he saw what six four, six three, two four. Big boy, you know, big boy. He yeah, big boy. I would. I mean, I'm a bigger boy. Would you guys say he's like this generation's uh, big buff? Honestly, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, big boy. Uh, but see. I, I say he's. I like Ryan Reeves. Well, I do like Ryan. But just give me look like who the fuck is big buff? I, I, Dustin I, Bufflin. Dustin okay. Bufflin. Okay. I was gonna say I, I, I didn't start following hockey till about three or four years ago. So a lot of the players you guys wow he's talk about kind of, he's a lot smaller than I thought he was. Reeves? Yeah. Isn't he like <coughs> six, he's my size? What, what's what's his build then? He's like six. He's six two. one two twenty five. He's only six one. Wow. Really? He's six. He's literally exactly me to the pound. Wow. Six one two twenty. Wow. <laughs> He looks so much fucking bigger. Yeah. That might be the pads, though. 
the skates, the skates, yeah, he might, he the might pads. The skates, and then he might, he might have a little bit more. I'm not saying Ethan's not muscular, but he might yeah. have a lot well, more muscle built up than. Well, fucking hell, Marcus Foligno's a big son bitch. He's he? like six five, isn't he? He's six four. Marcus Foligno? Really? He's six four two twenty. Oh hell! Yeah, if I if. And then Matt Zuccarello, five seven. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alex Debrinket, what five six? Five six, a buck fifty. Hold on. <laughs> Alex. Debrinket's a small boy. Mm. Small boy. Alex Debrink. Alex He's like five six, mm. buck sixty, but, maybe. But fast though. He's five like, seven. Five seven. Uh, he is. So he's about my way. Damn, you are almost right on. He's five seven, one sixty five. Yeah. <laughs> McDavid is six one, one ninety three. McDavid's six one, really. Wow. Fucking Brady Kachuk is six four. All these guys do not look like they're that I tall. think it... Kirby well, Dock is 6'4". Really? A lot of it, I think, is just the skates. Both Kirby skates. Dock and Connor McDavid are taller than Dylan Strome. Wow. Like, By an inch, but... I'm saying, the skates probably add, what, three inches? Maybe two inches? Two, three inches, yeah. Plus pads and... That's what's and funny, kind of watching, like, being as close as we can get to, like, at the EIA, watching mm -hmm. some guys, watching Colby Saginuck standing next to um, Sam Alfano. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Colby six five six ass next to Sam Alfano six four ass. Alfano, that's our other overager. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize how tall Curtis McDermott is. He's how old? How tall? How tall is he? He's six five two thirty. How do these guys are a lot taller than? How do, how do we get on this topic, Randall? I don't know. I think we were talking. We were, <laughs> well, talking, we were about talking about Ryan Reeves' build. Jacob Markstrom is six six. I mean, his goaltend. I mean, goaltenders are average to be goaltenders. Six, yeah, six three to six. Scott six. Mayfield six five. Yeah, I know. I know goaltenders are tall. Mo a lot of the goaltenders are like six five, between like six four and six seven. Yeah, I mean, going through the playoffs and then comparing it to my bracket, good majority of mine are still looking pretty solid. Which I am kind of pissed. My bracket changed on me. I didn't realize it. Maybe I bumped it when I put my phone down at the end of recording last week. Apparently my bracket now says Tampa's going to win the series in but, six. But you're still um, going to... I'm still rooting for Toronto. I know Toronto. I'm, I don't know Toronto's going to win, but I I'm still have the feeling Toronto's going to win. I, I guess I swear to God, if this is the year that it happens when I technically did, but now I says it didn't choose it in my bracket, I'm going to be pretty fucking mad. <laughs> I mean, I had them losing in the second round to Boston anyways, but, you know. I know as of right now, out of my entire bracket, I have... The ones that are wrong, completely wrong right now, is Boston, Florida. I did say Florida was, win I mean, Boston was winning it, but. You said they were going to sweep? I said Ridge said they were going to sweep, but it ended, it's now so, officially going to go five. Right now, I have Boston in five, Tampa seven, Carolina six, and Jersey in seven. Currently, all the ones that I said were going to win their series are, winning their are currently series. except for Avalanche and Kraken that are tied, and except for L.A. and Edmonton. I said Edmonton was going to win in six. Okay. So. Yeah, so, and then my West, I have Colorado in five, Dallas in six, Vegas in six, and L.A. in seven. I can't remember who I had because um, my fucking... But look at... You look it up, it officially didn't save? Yeah. But you want to use mine and just see if you remember? No. Okay. Yeah, look at. I'll just I'll de I'll declare ultimate loser of this. Um, but looking at my bracket, um, Colorado, I still have winning it. Um, in five. Um, Dallas, I have winning in six. And I had originally Vegas winning in five. Vegas, 
five. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then Edmonton in seven. Um, going over to the east, uh, like I said, Boston. Originally, I had Boston in four originally. Toronto in seven. Carolina in six. And Rangers in seven. Okay. Looking back, I probably should have thought Rangers instead of Devils. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you never know. Yeah, I still, I mean, it's going to be still a good battle between those two. Oh, yeah. But just for the fact that the Rangers have a lot more playoff I just don't think it's going to go seven games. I think it's going to go five, maybe at six mo- most. At most, uh, at <clears throat> most now I'm thinking six. Yeah. But the Rangers, but who knows, the Devils can still surprise it and yeah. make it seven. Yeah. I don't think so, though. I don't think so either. Not unfortunately, but I don't think so. So, do you guys want a quick laugh? Sure. Because we were talking about heights and weights of goaltend of players. Well, I know who the shortest player in NHL history was. In history? In history. No idea. No, I said you wanted it. His name is Roy Warders. He was a goaltender from 1925 to 1937. He was a goaltender. This motherfucker was tiny. His, that is let's tiny. Put, let's put it this way. His on-ice <clears throat> nickname was Shrimp. How tall was he? Five foot three. Oh. 135 pounds. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Five foot so three, he had to jump to save the puck. To put it saying. this way, to give you an idea of how short that is, that is three inches taller than Mara. Oh. <laughs> that is three inches taller than my girlfriend. Wow. wow. <laughs> Damn. Hold on, I need to see pictures. Who's the shortest currently? Is it ADB? No, Cole Caulfield. How tall is Caulfield? Is five five foot seven. Well, close. I mean, the ADB we said is also five foot seven, right? Yeah. So there's a couple that are tied then, but I th- swear, I thought there was oh somebody out there that was five six. <laughs> I have to see this one. Look how fucking tiny he is. <laughs> Played for the Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> oh my god. That's funny. <laughs> Wow. That's fucking Maybe annoying. that's why Van Halen made jump twice because they watched him jump save, jump save the puck. Oh my god. Look at him in the goalie crease. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's fucking great. That is funny. So if you guys couldn't tell already, we're just kind of bullshitting. We did not really have much planned for this week's episode. Uh, like I said, just this week kind of dragged for everybody. We just didn't really think to discuss a main topic. Yeah. But, uh,. Yeah, we're just going to well, roll it here for a couple more minutes, I guess. I was going to say, we can't Actually, even... Huh, there was one, because I obviously saw two big free agencies officially that are going to be free agents this season. Um, Cam Talbot and Alex yes, Brinkett both, really? both said they are not yes. resigning with Ottawa. Yeah. No so, shit. Okay, so where do you see... Where, would, would, a, where would a goaltender like For Talbot Cam Talbot, sit? I said... Pittsburgh. <laughs> To be honest, it. I was looking at Pittsburgh. I'd be all right with that. Yeah. I was or looking at Detroit Pittsburgh because of... No. Detroit no. doesn't need one. Um, because we have three the, fairly uh, solid goal. A team that has has struggled, especially this season with goaltending, Columbus. Yeah. yeah. Another one I thought of because they, they actually kind of need a... Um, Sorry that we had a pause in studio there, but yeah, Cam Talbot, like I said, Columbus... I think it'd be mm-hmm. a good Another one I thought of, because with Greg Anderson retired, just recently announced he was retiring, 
they kind of need a veteran over there because with Uka Pekka Lukanen, who's really young. Uka Lukanen? Um, who's... Crash Bandicoot Tiki Mask guy? Um, I, I still think his is one of the best names to say. In. It's so... Oh, it's yeah. one of them. It's just... It's so much fun. It's probably my most fun name in the league right now. Oh, really? I want to get one of his jerseys strictly for his name. Um, I I can't think of the other goaltender um, backup. The other Eric back. Comrie. Yeah. For Buffalo. Um, but because they're both young... I would say, obviously... Carmi's not that young, I don't think. Who but is it? Eric Carmi, I think he... I want to say Eric he's close to pushing 30, yeah. I didn't know uh-huh. how old he was. I knew Lukanen was pretty young still. Eric Carmi... He's 27. It, okay, he's younger than I thought. I'll maybe be thinking of somebody different. But kind of with... Um, I would say maybe since Greg Anderson retired, bring in Cam Talbot. Well, yeah. Cam Talbot's like, also getting up there in age. That's why I said... 30. Thirty-five. That's yeah. why I said at least bring someone who is at least a, a veteran. veteran. Yeah. yeah. Well, even you... if he doesn't like, even if like well, he's sharing the crease with these three guys, but at least have him. Because like, if I'm not mistaken, doesn't Goudreau have experience with Talbot behind him? Didn't they both play at Calgary at one point together? Well, what I was gonna say is, couldn't you bring in Talbot as like a goaltending coach and he's show? Gonna, he's, he's too still, young. He's still gonna keep playing. He's still well, gonna be playing. Oh, so <coughs> for I'm, but I'm saying for the team, whoever he signs for. If, he's gonna play. He's, he's not gonna. I know, but I'm saying, give it three or four years down the road, and then if when he retires, they can be. Oh, I mean, it's possible. You know, it's very possible. Hey, Talbot. Yeah, we have a bunch of fresh guys coming on the ice. You know, they want to be in your skates. Just, I don't show know, them the like, ropes. Ken Talbot's a great goaltender. He is. Yeah. Is he great enough to have coaching ability? Is the thing. I don't. Think I, so. think I don't you, think so. I think. Well. I, I, honestly, I think it depends how much longer he plays for. Right. If he only plays for a year, maybe not. If he plays for another f- four, possibly five years, yeah. then yes, he can take When you that, word it that way, yes. When he takes that extra five years of you know, playing on the ice and he can say, oh, yeah, in my last five years I've learned a lot about myself, about the current game. Here's what I can show all you young guys before I leave. Yeah. But, um, uh, moving on to ADB, spots where I think he could go. I was going to say Pittsburgh, but I'm going to get called biased. I know. I, I was I, saying I no. like, We thing. need young. Our team is, we're like what, the second oldest or the oldest team. We are the right oldest. Now. We are the oldest We right need now. young guys. But Alex Brink can only be in, what, 24, mm-hmm. 25? Something around there. I really um, I really think this is one, like, even if it's biased, for, like. If my bias is showing, I don't give a I don't, shit. I don't, at no, this point. But the thing is, is your bias is justified. Right. Like, yes. We, we need See, young Talented we do, but forwards. at the same He's time, 25. Okay, yeah. at the same time, going back to what I said about Talbot, I feel like a lot of those guys might stick around and help the upcoming young guns. But here's the thing with he Pitt- is a young gun. Debrick, it is a young I gun. I know. I say he is no older than anybody in but the studio. But here's the thing with Pittsburgh, they have so many older veterans. Like we need, they need to start. Crosby's playing 35. Out. Malkin's 36. Tanger's going to be 36 so, this year. So okay, what Jeff if Carter's, so Jeff Carter's what 37, if we, 38. So what if we? Jason give, Zucker's going to be 32 this year. So what if we give up this one young gun, and then we draft like six or seven of them, and then all the old heads show them what to do? I mean, drafting is what you do when it goes to rebuild. Well, Pittsburgh is close, but I I think we are like borderline. Jeff Carter's 38. Yeah, we are, Pittsburgh is borderline almost rebuild time, but they, there's still wiggle room to try well, to fix 
but the current situation. When you say borderline, Dude, it's, but even if you if you draft a bunch of guys, they're not going to be playing for another four or five years. But it's that time to start thinking about it. It's but, that you have right, to say we have oh, a bunch of those guys yeah, down it, in the minors. I right know, but still, you have to say okay. If I want to start my rebuild, it's kind of like getting surgery. You have to be months or years in advance of what you want to do. Right. For an example, my shoulder. I'm nine months down the road. When I want to get my operation date, what my doctor wants me to do, my PT, my recovery. Same thing with drafting all these young guys. Okay, they're going to play. That's four, a little bit different than. But they're going to bring sh well, shoulder surgery. Okay, to but, playing they're hockey. but they're going to play four or five years down the road. You can say okay. <laughs> like as I of right draft, now, we still have a pretty damn yeah. solid farm system with players like Alex Nylander, Samuel Pullen, um Philip Hollander. Like we, I'm still surprised. We have a very solid farm system in in the AHL and the Q or uh, not the Q, ECHL. Um, ECHL right. Yeah. Now. We have a lot of solid guys. But I just think it's time for Which them I'm to start. I'm still pissed that we have not given Alex Nylander enough time. I'm as disappointed right. yeah. that they didn't get much time. Gave Cappy too much time. Gave Teddy, no offense, Teddy Bluger too much time. I mean, he's gone now, but. Can I, can yes. I <laughs> Another place I could potentially see ADB going is even, maybe even a team like L.A., Ooh, because they're starting. They're kind of getting. I would say there's one of two. I would say either L.A. or Nashville. Nashville wouldn't be bad either. Nashville wouldn't be bad because they're still kind of. They're kind of right in. The they're zone. in that weird kind of limbo. Because there's there's some guys that are starting to get up in there. What about a team? Up. What about a currently young team like Seattle? Mm, mm, no. No. Yeah. Uh, or I even Edmonton. Say, like, somebody like. No, no, no. no yeah. That'd be cool to see him and McDavid reunited, but um, I'd say even somebody maybe like a current playoff team, New Jersey, a young New team. Jersey. You know, they. I mean, they definitely have a lot of re-signing to worry about already. But I would say I would say either New Jersey or even potentially someplace like Florida. Oh, Florida wouldn't be bad. Florida either. wouldn't be bad either. And, but they just wasted that shit ton of money on Kachuk. Yeah, the Kafuck. Um. Another one would be pretty slow would be um, Dallas. Ooh, yeah. Actually, yeah, I, mean, I mean, I don't know how he would look in green. It'd be uh, weird. What about... He'd look like Alex well, Debrinkit wearing a green jersey. Well, keep the green. What about Minnesota? Uh, I'm just about to punch Ethan now. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> so, I'll repeat myself. Keep the green. Uh, no, I heard about, you. I heard okay. you. Minnesota, I don't know. Like... There's a lot of. There's like. What about even like? I don't Van think there could be a bad team he could go. What about to, even a team like Vancouver? The only ones I think he's gonna okay. Stay. He's Rooney. Yeah, Vancouver. I don't think he would be a good fit over there. Chicago. He's not. He's Seattle gonna stay scored. away from Chicago. Yeah. Everybody's staying away from Chicago at this point. Um, even somebody who you know. They you know played their entire career with them. Jonathan Taze, Patrick Kane, no. getting the fuck out of there. You know. Yeah. yeah. Seth but, Jones better get the hell out of there, too. I've always well, liked Seth Jones. I don't want to see him ruin well, the rest of his career out. up there. That's why I feel What bad. about one of the three New York... One of the three. Yeah, I'm fucking... No, I am right. Never mind. One of the three New York teams. Andres Rangers, Sabres? Yeah. I can see the Sabres. Sabres. Say, I think the Sabres would probably have the young, That also they're young, young yeah. team. Because they can... And he does have... I mean, his time obviously in the league isn't long. He still has about what seven years in the league now. He seven, was, eight years. He was drafted. Well, he was drafted in sixteen. Yeah, he was drafted, drafted in sixteen. He was drafted yeah. the year I graduated. Well, let me see. He still he finished off his sixteen, seventeen year in Erie when he won the championship. Yeah, because so he, he got he called didn't, back. He didn't get a full. 
having still playing full time, you know, eighty two game seasons until like the eighteen nineteen season. Right, but looking at some of the players that are coming up through Buffalo, he has a bit more experience than a lot of the younger yeah. talent. The, a lot of the younger. He, he, up he could still be. He could be a big help for a lot of those and young I think, younger guys. Like and I think Tange another Thompson. thing. Oh, Seattle just tied it. Seattle, tied it? Seattle scored two goals in about 22 seconds. Oh, Jesus. Wow. As you can you tell, we're kind of wa- having the avalanche in the Seattle game in the background. In studio. Alexiak scored the second goal. I didn't see who scored the first or the third goal, I should say. I didn't see who scored I the second. Say, I, I take great pride in still being able. You guys haven't seen the Kraken play live, nope. have you? Vegas so or Col- Seattle. So Colin and I are the only ones out of our friend group that have seen Seattle yep. play live. Yep. And that was down in ye old paint camp. Um, yeah. Another thing is because Kyle Oposo, like, he, he's a, like his contract's up at the end of the year. So well, like, he's a dinosaur, dude. Just <laughs> Is he how, really that old? He's like 36. Really? So, there, yeah. so I think if he doesn't, if he doesn't retire or resign. I'm pretty sure. Might be a little high on that, but... Um, but, like... Um, uh, Kyle Ocposo, 35. Okay, so 35. So, that's another thing I could see with the... Brink. Same with Jeff Skinner's up there, too. Jeff Skinner's also, like, 34. Yeah. To be honest... Or is he I one of the ones that were younger than we thought? I think he was the one that was only 30. Hold on. He's... I remember he Correct. was... Correct. Like, he was only okay. 30. He was the one that we were like, he's only 30? <laughs> what was he... What was the Tyler one Sagan. Him, no, the Sagan one, was the one, too. No, the one that him and I were talking about earlier tonight that we're like... <laughs> What the fuck? Who was it, Bobo? You expect him to remember? No. Um, <laughs> not even a little bit. Um, I forget who it Oh, my God. Mark Stone. That's who it was. Mark Stone's only 30. I th- I've come, I'm not, that one doesn't shock me as much as Sagan or anybody else. But Well, I thought Mark Stone was a lot older than he, he was. He looks a lot older. But <laughs> I also found out that I actually share a birthday with a, with a former NHL player. Who's that? Duncan Keith. Really? Yes. I share a birthday with Jake Gensel. So I found that pretty cool. And um, I think it's to the day Trevor Lawrence of the NFL. I, I, also, mean, I also share one with Bobby Lashley of WWE. Okay. And Will Ferrell. Oh, really? I share a birthday. I have the same birthday as Will Ferrell. Yeah. Right? I share yeah, a birthday. Trevor Lawrence, October 6, 1999. Exact. Yeah. Nice. So. Hey, I told Jeffy I share a birthday with Gene Simmons. That's pretty dope. That's, that's cool. Pretty sick. Gonna that's rock and roll all night. Um, but yeah, that's actually not a bad pick. Uh, like the any of the three New York teams, especially Buffalo. I think for, Buffalo is probably if he were to go with a New York team, I think Buffalo is going to be his best bet. Yeah, for the it fact depend, that I think I wouldn't mind the Rangers either as much as I would not seem to go there. It all depend on how they can arrange the the uh, Tarasenko and, and Kane, Kane. Kane deals. I said can talk those two down into a little well, bit that's less. Why, well, that's why I was leaning a little bit more towards the Sabres because yeah. they do have that room for growth. Oh, yeah. Because you look at the Bluecoats now. I was telling Bobo, I'm like, as, a, as you, far... You know, Buffalo was just a bunch of young guys like Tage Thompson, Rosmus Dahlin, even their two young goaltenders there, Comrie and Ufa yeah. Um I was just... That people I share a birthday with, one of them was Tim Burton. I'm not cared about that right now. Yeah. Um, <coughs> the... Uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Ty. Oh, I was talking with him earlier while we were hanging out, and I said, as far as modern-day NHL teams go, I easily put the Bluecoats in my top two or top three favorite 
current playing NHL teams. Really? Yeah. Mm. I'd say my As a Penguins fan, I don't like that. But <laughs> I don't really care. I know you don't. I'm a fucking Red Wings fan. How do you think I feel? <laughs> But yeah, the beginning of the year, man, it looked like you guys were gonna do it, and like we really had some faith that this. I had really had faith, but, yeah. But you know what happens? Mid- Red Wings pulled a Pirates and uh, decided to just choke and eat shit the middle of the season. So yeah, but yeah, I say for me, for the Brinket, um, Col- uh, no, um, I'd even Pittsburgh, Buffalo, uh. And um, L.A. for potentially three of the teams he could potentially go to. I'm going to say Buffalo, L.A., much as it fucking pains me to say, even somewhere like Calgary. I almost said Calgary. He'd be a good replacement for Kachuk and Gaudreau. Yeah. Yeah. Losing, losing those guys, putting ADB over there. Yeah, that, w- that wouldn't be a bad replacement for those two. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with my my three. No, I'm yeah. gonna let my bias show and still say Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, I don't Calgary, care. But, or, yeah. but again, I'm not gonna well, care. Penguins losing probably almost half, if not all, of their bottom six. Yeah. <laughs> well, Calgary and Pittsburgh, I can definitely see. And then there's even a couple teams. Potentially, like, I know we already discussed the New York teams, but what about a team like Winnipeg? Or what about a team like... I just don't know if I... I mean, like the a, only up north team I would like to see would be Calgary. I don't think I would want him to see him with any other team what, up north. Well, what about a team like Vegas? He would fit right into that. Honestly, honestly, but they he just would, have so much other contracts. Ju- their cap you spaces, just, their I, cap spaces. I know. So tight. you can at least get his contract, sit him for a year, and then if someone gets hurt or something, why know. would you sit him? I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry. We know. Um, Hit me with your best shot. You're only across the bar. It's it's. I was just saying, no, the only way I would have hit you if you would have said something like Tampa. No. <laughs> then I would have probably hit you. But, um, it, it, like Kyle said, going off of what Kyle said, there really isn't a bad team for him to go to. No. He'd be a good fit for just about any and of the he, 32 his teams. His age in the and everything is like. It's, it's perfect. His so, could you even see him going on to Arizona and they rebuild around him in Arizona? And it's not horrible. I know it's. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say rebuild around him. It's like they have to rebuild a new arena. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh. I think at they're, this point they're, they're more focused on trying arena. to get the yeah. arena situated. Yeah, they are focused on. It's got I five thousand and one seats. <laughs> no, I said something earlier. And about it's a handicap spot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Somebody said. I sent something earlier about the arena. But, yeah, there's a lot of places, like, the Brinkett can, like, good choices for him to go. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It, it's just more the fact of what contracts they have to move or... Who they what, have to get yeah. rid of. Yeah. If any... I mean, Tampa has pulled shit out of their ass in the past couple of years to afford some players that nobody thought they really could have. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... Yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be in the slightest bit surprised if Tampa pulls something out of their ass and goes after him. 
But or even, oh. even a team, another team that is team that they're playing right now, Toronto. Yeah. For the fact that how many moves they've done to like well, still find a way to pay um, everybody. There are a couple things that we forgot to mention. Or what even about? Go ahead. Hang, what even I, about? Hang on. Cause we're, maybe this could be the next piece of the eyes are playing. At least him attempting to make a push for him. Because I can see it. Well, because you got to think they got rid of Bertuzzi. Uh, I don't think Verona's re-signing. I don't think so. No. Who else is that big one they got rid of? Um, he sent to Vancouver. Hronik, uh, Hronik. They got rid Phil of Hronik. Yeah. So they do have. I have heard rumors that they might not re-sign Ned. Nedeljkovic. Yeah. Really? I've heard rumors of that that he might not be around. So they would. Potentially have enough cap space. And with all the players and they got in the minors that they, they can call up. Jonathan Bergeron, who's been pretty insane. Jonathan Bergeron, uh, Sebastian Kosa. Yeah. Um, fuck, so, there was one more. Yeah, defenseman. He played the last couple games of the season and did pretty good. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember him for the life of me. Um, but I I wouldn't doubt for a bit that Steve Steve Eiserman would make a push for him. I yeah. would I wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt it. No. I mean, you've we've seen throughout this season some of the shit that he's been able to pull off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Simon Edmondson's another one too. That may have been it. It wasn't the one I was thinking, but Edmondson would know. not be a bad choice. Yeah. So like there there are options out there. Would I love to see him in the Motor City? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd yeah. be more ha- be more happy for you as a. Detroit fan, than anything, like having to bring somebody we be cheering for, um, that we've cheered for in Erie, go to Detroit. But yeah. for the fact that how young Detroit is, I think it'd be pretty good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'd be. And then imagine, and having him on the ice with guys like Dylan Larkin, uh, Mo Sider. Yep. Um, who's the other one? Who's the other big one that I'm missing? Lucas Raymond. Thank you. That's it. Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like if DeBrinket were to go to Detroit, it'd be kind of like what we've been saying about Toronto is they would have no excuse to go all the way. They would have yeah. absolutely no excuse at that mm. point. At least, uh, at least for Detroit, at least get to the playoffs at that. At point. least get to that's the playoffs. Step, that's step one. <laughs> at least get to the playoffs. Potentially make it out of the first round. Yeah. Um, that's another team's focus right now, but we're not going to call any names out. <laughs> well, at least they can listen. Again, I've talked shit about the Leafs a lot, probably since we've started this show. I think we all have. We all have, but at least with. Uh, I gotta give the Leafs a little bit of credit in the fact that they can consistently make at least the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Mm. Whereas Detroit has not made the playoffs since fucking 2016. They have not made the playoffs in seven years. They have not raised Lord Stanley in 15. 15. Yeah, So I gotta give them a little bit of a break there in the fact that they are consistently playoff contending teams 
Mm. Whereas Detroit is just dog shit. As much as it hurts me, at the same time doesn't to say, yeah. I know shit. we're here with me and Bobo and Kyle being Penguin fans. I think at this point we're starting to prepare you, ourselves. Oh, are you for, start? Oh, are you guys finally starting to fucking relate to me, eh? Hang on, hang on. Getting there. I said we're getting there because you've obviously seen this team be this bad as your Detroit Red be for the song. <laughs> <laughs> I said we, the Penguins are getting we're, very close to the dreaded I said, word. We're getting to the point where we're not, we're seeing them be a garbage team. The fact that we're, we're not. very close to being in Ethan's shoes as Penguins fans. So, yes. Now we're starting Seeing to... That our, our bottom six right now is completely different than it was at the beginning. Who have we gotten rid of of our bottom six? Oh, Teddy Bluger, Brock McGinn, um, I'm still Kasper mad about Kapanen. That well, Casper uh, Kapanen was useless. Yeah, still. There's one more that I'm blanking on that we oh, got rid of um, some way through the season, or we sent him down. Um, McGinn, Bluger, Kapanen. I'm still mad we Carter's got... Carter's barely even making the lineup, it seems like, at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm still mad they gave up Brock McGinn... I mean, I like. I'm not. I that's the one that might that I'm thinking. Mikael Granlin came in and replaced somebody in the bottom six, which I was wrong about him. I was too. He's kind of dog shit. I was wrong. I will be the first to admit that. Does he maybe need another year to fit in with the system to play next year? Maybe. But as of right now, I was wrong. He's kind of dog shit. I think he gave put us what three points since he joined us. Yeah, so. something like that. Yeah. But yeah, Ethan Lake. I'm saying like we're at the point where. We're kind of now. You guys seeing. are feeling my pain. You guys are We're understanding my fucking anger now. I understood your anger and pain the whole. It's just for the whole funny for it. I mean, we picked on you. Now we kind of understand. Ah uh, yeah, Scott Matheson, your taste tastes so good. <laughs> now we're kind of now well, understanding the, where your pain is coming from. Watching on the chow, penguins. Chow. Being on the penguins topic, how do y'all feel about? Heck, all getting ruined. Well, we did. We talked about that. We talked about that last week. Yeah, last week. That's. Good. <laughs> it's good. Best move that Pittsburgh's made it's, all season. I think I said the other. The second L can now go on his forehead. There's actually speaking of that, I was kind of seeing that there's been talks of Lem- they're um, bringing back Lemieux as the like him being more because since selling the team he hasn't yeah. he's been kind of not been active in the. I didn't even know Lemieux sold the team. Yeah, we we're owned by Fenway Sports Group now. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. I did not know that. Yep. Yeah. Um. Since selling the team, he hasn't been as active with the team. There have been talks of him coming back and maybe be more... Make him more of a GM. More him as a dope. GM. As That would be perfect. I think oh, that yeah. that would be really, really good for you guys. For the fact of what he... Even when he was just the owner, like what he did for like for Pittsburgh like over the years since buying the team, like every, what he's done for that team. Three Stanley Cup, obviously saved the team... Multiple times From being relocated to Kansas City, and yeah, Penguins were, of- were almost relocated to Kansas City at one point. Wow! But Why didn't they go through it? Lemieux bought them and saved them. If Why? Lemieux hadn't bought them, we would have been going to Kansas City. Why? Because it's Pittsburgh Penguins, man. Exactly. <laughs> um, I forgot I wanted to bring that up since, um, since I did see that rumor just this past week that he was doing that. Uh, one last thing we are going to bring up here before we wrap this thing up like a condom. Um, or wrap it up like a condom on a dick. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the, the Michael Bunting situation being suspended for three games, well-deserved. Well-deserved. Yeah. I, mean, I don't see even the day, know like what you guys are talking about. 
a very disgusting hit for I'll Michael Bunting. I'll see if I can't. On, it was on Eric Cernak. Eric Cernak, yeah. Very disgusting. I, said, I heard he got railed. But. Yeah, Cernak got railed by Bunting. Very disgusting hit. Even Steve Dingle said it himself. Like It was a very unnecessary, very disgusting hit. Even for hockey standards, it was it was not a pretty sight to see. No, but I, I think it should have been more. I think it should have been for the rest of the series, however long it that, takes. I was in the, I was just about to but, ask if you think it should have been more than three games. Three? It definitely should have been more than three. Yeah, I said it should have been at least for the rest of the series. I'm sure. glad it's at least three, but it should have been. I mean, I think slightly more than yeah. three. I said rest of the series for sure. Honestly, Ethan's actually seen. We're about to pull it up for Ethan right now so he can get yeah. his opinion on it. This is a great ad. <clears throat> I'm loving this ad. <laughs> but uh, was there anything else that we missed? I don't think um, so. I did want to do just about everything. I did want to shout out in case any of y'all bought the Falling Well games, the Watch Hockey Get Drunk. That's greatly appreciated, both from them and from us. Oh yeah. <laughs> We really, really appreciate that. If oh, you... God, did you see um, the other thing? Morgan Barron's face when he got the 76 yeah. stitches? Yeah. Like, that's that's so... what his face looks like currently. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was nasty. That and was, that, one, that was... one wasn't anything specific, like, dirty. Just his, no. He kind of just got in the way. Yeah. yeah, that's a blatant elbow to the head. Yeah. yeah. Very well deserved three games. Oh, yeah. And then before we close it, again, if anybody... We, we noticed that the Watch Hockey Get Drunk was sold out on Falling Well Games' website. So I don't know if that has anything to do with us, but... But if it does, and if, that's, if we are the reason why you guys <laughs> sold the amazing people at Falling Well Games out, thank, thank you. you. Uh, it is pretty awesome that we have that connection with those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so what, what, Watch Baseball Get Drunk is currently scheduled to be out in what, July? Watch Baseball Get Drunk is, they fully are, they are fully funded and currently <laughs> developing the game. They said they hope to start shipping out early, late June, early July. So if you guys haven't bought it yet, go out, grab it, and you're going to have a lot of fun this summer. That's all and if I'm you saying. Ha- and if you have... The chance to tell them, or leave comments or whatever. Tell them that the boys at Buckbusters sent you. Absolutely. And make sure to check them out on their website at www.fallingwhalegames.com. Um, they are also, and oh, I, I want to preface this by the, saying the, the link is in the episode bo- where we shot yeah. them out. The link is in our yep. video that we did on YouTube on our YouTube channel. Link is in that description as well. And I want to say we do not make any money off of this. We do not, no. We no. do not make a penny off of this. We are, they are just great people, and we've enjoyed getting to work with them. A lot of fun them. playing their game. We oh, yeah. Personally, well, went out to them and asked if we, we, like, we just want to get your permission to play your game on air. And, and they were you guys are okay with that, and they're like, hell yeah. Yep. Yeah, just. Believe it or not, they are currently looking for suggestions for new games. Wanna, so they always do polls. Watch curling get drunk. <laughs> they always do. I think I'd have to get drunk to enjoy curling. <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. Well, so the, they, first, the first the card that's always in play, get drunk before you open the box. So, <laughs> so they always do polls after one of them is fully funded. I believe their top three are watch basketball, get drunk, Watch football. Watch get football get drunk, and I want to say one of them might have been watch rugby. Ooh, rugby. One of them might have been rugby. Don't quote me on those. I know basketball and American football were in there, but there's a you know cricket might be in there for 
all the other countries, a bunch of different sports. If you guys have any recommendations, you want to, you know, there's a link in their website. You can literally email them and say, hey, my name is so-and-so. I think you guys should start. So they, they also got, they got merch on their website. They got hats, Everything. t-shirts, keychains, yep. mugs. We might, we might be wearing some of them t-shirts soon. I don't know if I told you guys. Hopefully. So he... Definitely check us out. Yeah, Check out absolutely. our Instagram. We'll definitely... Post a picture of us rocking all of our gear. Absolutely. They asked us if we would like any t-shirts for next season. Yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah. I will get a hold of him, and I told him there's four of us, and I'll just get your shirt sizes, and we can play a game oh, yeah. and rock their gear. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, we will definitely be doing a baseball video when that comes oh, out. Oh, yeah. Oh, no absolutely. Doubt. absolutely. No doubt. I will let you guys know when that comes in the mail. We'll do a little summer episode, but other than that, yeah. I think we're out of here. Think so? Yeah. If you're not already following us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, or even on here on Spotify, what the fuck are you doing? It's been almost three be like entire Larry, seasons now. Feel like Larry the Cable Guy. Get her done. Get her done. That's about it. All right, also, y'all. Also, we're getting close to 100 episodes here, so oh, yeah. that's, we're getting very. This is like like 96 or 95 of my math suits me right. So, yep. all right, boys. Thank you all guys right. so much. Appreciate y'all, and we will see you next Have week. Have a great see week. Bye bye.